Hey, SCF Student Ministries, Devin here. Uh, excited to bring you our third week of our uh, waitlisted series as we've been talking about waiting and waiting and more waiting uh, since that's just the focus of what we're doing. Um, we're, we're actually going to be focusing so on, on that aspect. We've been talking about God being patient or us being patient while we're waiting um, on, on God, on, on His promises and that kind of stuff. We're actually going to be talking about kind of our role in that and our role in that is the listening side right um so i mean think about it i i wherever you're at um is there something that you struggle to listen to or pay attention to maybe it's school maybe it's at church maybe it's me whatever it is uh you might struggle to listen to some or pay attention we all have those things um i mean and we can think of specific times when we struggle with those things right um like, I mean, I can think of conversations I've had with people and like they're telling a long story and then you realize like they get to the end and you stopped listening like halfway through the whole story. Um, um, I mean, and, and the the flip side of that, we all want to be listened to, right? Though, Like we, we stop listening to people, but we want to be listened to ourselves. Like we want to know that our voice matters and that people care what we have to say and that someone is listening. And that's always true, but I think it's especially true uh, during difficult moments in our life when we're feeling frustrated, afraid, confused, or anxious. It means a lot to know that we have someone to talk to and that someone is listening to us. Uh, So today we're going to talk about listening and being heard, and especially during those difficult moments that are bound to pop up in our life. I can think of a time when I was in high school and just trying to figure out like my plans uh, for after school and how my how for a long time it seemed set that I was just going to pick a college and go there right after high school. Um, and then it kind of started being pressed on my heart that maybe I, I'm going to take a gap year and that meant giving up a lot of different things. Um, and I felt like I was it felt like God put it on my heart and then I'd be asking about it. And it just felt like I wasn't being like, I just felt so confused and lost. Like no one was uh, listening to that. And so I don't know if you have a story like uh, mine or not, where you're feeling frustrated and confused and lonely because you don't feel like you're being heard or listened to. Um, If you do, I hope you know you're not alone in this. And if you don't have a story like that, That's okay, but remember that even if you've never questioned whether God is listening to you, uh, someday you might, and you probably know someone who has, and whether it's because you're wrestling with doubt or experiencing a tragedy, uh, walking through difficult circumstances, it's understandable if sometimes you wonder, is God really listening to me? Um, And what do we do when we when we want to know something more about that? We turn to the Bible, and there's someone in Scripture who asked that question too, and his name was David, uh, and he's one of the most famous figures from the Old Testament of the Bible. I mean, I'm I'm sure you've heard of David and Goliath. It's that David from that story. We're getting ahead of ourselves, um, but let's start from the beginning. So, um, this is kind of a quick rundown of where David's at in his life, right? Uh, So, first, David's chosen as a king. When David was a young boy in the land of Israel, uh, a man named Saul was king. And although God had originally chosen Saul to be king of Israel, Saul's actions had caused him to lose God's blessing and favor. God was on the lookout for a new king, and God found the new king in David, a young shepherd boy. Uh, Because David was so young, small, and unassuming, he was almost overlooked, but God saw him. 
God sent the prophet Samuel to anoint David with oil, symbolizing that David would one day become king. And that's a pretty awesome promise for a kid to have. But what God didn't tell David at the time was that David would need to wait for that promise to be fulfilled. And the waiting would be really difficult, right? Uh, So later, King Saul's armies were being attacked by their enemies, the Philistines, including a giant of a man named Goliath. And no one wanted to fight Goliath, but David was up for that challenge. Trusting God would be with him. David faced off against the Philistine warrior holding only a slingshot and a few rocks and David won. And at King Saul's request, David begins hanging around Saul. David was a talented musician, so Saul would ask David to play him songs on his harp. But this relationship doesn't last, and soon Saul began growing jealous of David. He couldn't stand how much everyone loved David, how talented he was, or how he seemed to have God's favor with him. So Saul grew angry, and so angry that he actually ends up trying to kill David by throwing spears at him. Um, And things got so bad with this that David ended up fleeing the kingdom while Saul and his men hunted and continued trying to kill him. Saul's men chased David from city to city, uh, and there were a few close encounters, but David stayed safe from Saul's attacks. Uh, And it's a long and dramatic story, and you can read it in the book of 1 Samuel in the Bible, but let's fast forward a bit to the fulfillment of God's promise to make David king. So Saul does eventually die in battle. And when he did, David was made king and was no longer waiting for God's promise to be fulfilled. David's path to the throne wasn't what he had wanted or planned, but here's what's amazing. During more than 15 years of waiting on that promise, which is longer than some of you have been alive, right? David's never stopped talking to God. He talked to God when he was lonely. He talked to God when he was surrounded by enemies. He talked to God when he was discouraged. And he talked to God when he was angry and desperate. And this even isn't even where David's story ends. Even after he became king, there were so many moments in David's life when he cried out to God, and God heard him every single time. So I told you David was a talented musician, and throughout his life, David wrote tons of songs for God that can now be found in the book of Psalms. Uh, these songs are prayers to God, and they are often very raw and honest and many of them are written about some of the moments in David's life you just watched unfold he he had a use a like I mean you can see you can read the frustration and just imagine uh some of the pain that he's writing from in these words crying out to God um Psalm 57 is about one of David's close encounters with Saul when he was on the run uh so let's go ahead and go to the book of Psalms um and it's gonna be chapter 57 like I was just saying, um, and we're going to be in verses 1 through 5, and it says, Have mercy on me, my God, have mercy on me, for in you I take refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. I cry out to God most high, to God who vindicates me. He sends from heaven and saves me, rebuking those who hotly pursue me. God sends forth his love and his faithfulness. I am in the midst of lions. I am forced to dwell among ravenous beasts. Men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. So when David was being hunted and eventually cornered by Saul and his men, it made sense that David would be scared, terrified, whatever, right? I mean, his life was looked like it could be ending right there. It's severely threatened, at least, right? So why did David choose to cry out to God in his darkest moment? And it's probably because he trusted God was actually listening at that time, despite his terrifying circumstances. 
And God hears David's cries when he was in a pit of despair. And God hears us in our pits of fear, anxiety, discouragement, or doubt. Uh, so we're going to look at another one about uh, that David wrote about God hearing our prayers. And it's actually, uh, if we keep going in Psalm, it's in uh, chapter 66, um, verses 16 through 20. I'll read that really quick. Uh, Come and hear. All you who fear God, let me tell you what he has done for me. I cried out to him with my mouth. His praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has surely listened and has heard my prayer. Praise be to God, who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love from me. Despite everything David has had experienced, he was certain God heard his prayers. And in response to the many times God listens to David cries, David also wrote uh, this next psalm, which is in chapter 62, uh, verses 1 through 6. And that says, Truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from Him. Truly He is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. How long will you assault me? Would all of you throw me down this leaning wall, this tottering fence, Surely they intend to topple me from my lofty place. They take delight in lies. With their mouths they bless, but in their hearts they curse. Yes, my soul find rest in God. My hope comes from Him. Truly, He is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. So God made a promise that David would one day become king. And while David was waiting for that promise to be fulfilled, he fought a literal giant enemy. He dodged spears. He was hunted. He faced loneliness, terror, despair, anger, and discouragement. He prayed, and God never stopped listening to him. While David waited for God to fulfill that promise, he chose to trust in God's faithfulness. And while he waited, David never stopped talking to God because David knew that while we're waiting, God is listening. So I can tell you God is listening, not just because David said so, but because I've seen it to be true in my own life as well. As I mentioned before, when I was talking about uh, praying to God about uh, my plans for after high school and stuff, it took a long time and it was waiting. And I think the important part is uh, that I followed this this phrase while we're waiting, God is listening. And I kept talking to God about other things going in my life. I kept praying about it with this, with other things, whatever it was. And eventually God did speak into my life as I was getting closer to finishing my senior year, but it was a year or two after I was originally asking and it felt like no one was listening. And eventually God did answer it through um, my prayer with him, him putting it in my heart um, through speaking um, through other people to me, other leaders that came up and just kind of confirmed what I was feeling. Um, And it was a struggle to get through it, but now I look back on it and I understand, I see that God was listening the whole time. Um, I just can't predict his timing of when I need the information, the later information, right? So while I was waiting, God was listening to me. While David was waiting, God was listening to him. And while you're waiting, God is listening to you too. So why are you waiting on God? Like David, are you waiting for God to fulfill a promise? Are you waiting for a prayer to be answered? Do you feel like you're surrounded by enemies? Do you need guidance about what step to take next? Are you feeling lonely or afraid or overwhelmed or angry or discouraged? When you're waiting on God, 
God never stops listening, so just keep talking. In Psalm 116, David said God's ears turn toward us when we pray. So imagine that. Here are two things you can do when you've got God's ear. First, you can share your situation. God knows exactly what you're going through right now, but that doesn't mean God doesn't want to talk with you about it. When you pray, tell God what's happening in your life, what's going on. No matter why you have been waiting on God this week, practice praying about it. And number two, share your feelings. My favorite part of uh, David's Psalms are how honest they are, how emotional they are. He poured out all of his emotions to God. He didn't just give him the good, joyful ones. He gave him the angry ones. He gave him the fear. Um, And you can do the same thing. Your feelings, even the ones you think might be ugly or embarrassing, don't intimidate or surprise or upset God. So don't be afraid to express them. I want to encourage you guys this week as you're listening just to take time to act on some of the things we've talked about today. So I just want you to think about talking to God um, and and really work on trusting that you're being heard by him during that time. Um, Because while David waited on God, God never stopped listening and David never stopped praying. So let's keep praying because while we're waiting, God is listening to us too. I hope you guys are having a good week uh, and I'll see you next time.